Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy Football Enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Dale DeMont. Thanks for joining us. Fuck you, Dale! Fuck you! On audio format, and now for this episode, uh, for the first time, we are doing video as well on YouTube. So it is myself and John Chapman. What's up, John? John, I need to talk to you. You motorboat son of a bitch, you old sailor, you. What's up, man? I'm glad that uh, if you are watching on video, everybody just got to see me licking my lips in anticipation of speaking for the podcast. I feel like you guys get a much bigger behind-the-scenes look now of yeah. all the craziness that is ESF because we've been limited to just the audio format. But now mm. we're going to be even less likable. Yes. I am recording. It's a very awkward angle. Um, my giant double chin is, uh, <laughs> hiding behind the microphone. I'm trying to position the microphone so it doesn't look too bad. Um, John has a pretty flattering angle right now. Oh, do I? Uh, yes. It's not bad actually. All right. All right. Yeah. You, you're looking good. Um, your hair looks nice today. Uh, complexion is smooth. You have a nice smile. So borderline awkward, but I like compliments. <laughs> so keep it coming there. Sweet cheeks. <laughs> Uh, today, guys, we are going to go through our bus. Uh, I guess we're probably going to go through about maybe, I don't know, 10 or 15 players of people that we think are going to bust according to their ADP, average draft position. You can usually find that on sites like Fantasy Pros, Fantasy Football Calculator is one of our favorites, and a, you know, a couple other sites that has uh, you know the listed af- average draft position. So we're going to go through that later today. Um, we're going to get into some fun and games. I might make up a game coming up here, John. I do want to, uh, I do want to say that I do have a really good idea um, for giveaways. And I don't know if you guys know this, but if we created like a Woody doll, like a pull string doll of Dale, mm-hmm. that is his first thing. If you pulled it, here's what it would say: "Oh, I got an idea." And then you pull <laughs> it again and it'd do the little chuckle he just did. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it would be the LOL. Mm-hmm. And the yep. last one is G's. G's. I do say G's a lot, especially in chats. Yep. Um, I'm going to make it awkward here because I know we're on video, but I need to let my wife know who just walked in the room that we're on, on video. And sometimes um, she tries to get my attention. So just one second. Hey, Brooke, I'm recording on video. Just FYI. Dude, you guys almost got a show, by the way. Almost. <laughs> almost. And this is the thing. So if you have not already, we are changing the way we do everything. Please head over to our YouTube channel. Type in Eat Sleep Fantasy and hit subscribe because we're going to be adding some additional content over there that perhaps you cannot get on the uh, audio podcast. So we're going to be all over the place. So make sure you head over there for that. As we record, I'm going to try to throw stuff up on the screen, which would be kind of cool. Uh, Maybe some stats. Maybe I'll like point to... 
um, I don't know, point to John and say something about him when he says something bad. I don't know. It depends how much time I have to edit the video, but um, <laughs> it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So anyways, we have a lot of fun stuff coming up for you guys this season, especially in the off season or preseason, I guess you'd call it, uh, with our draft kit. Don't forget, go to eatsleepfantasy.com and uh, just click on the uh, membership button. You can either get all our rankings for free or you can get the draft kit, which is basically like an extended version of that. Um it has all our rankings, downloadable cheat sheets, uh, auction, uh, dynasty, and then a bunch of articles and stuff that our writer's done. So uh, make sure you check that out, eatsleepfantasy.com. It's a website. It's a website. Um, all right, John. So, oh, uh, before we go on, don't forget, we are going to Vegas, too. And uh, Thursday, next Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, so. hell Yeah. Very excited uh, at Top Golf, but even if you're not part of the draft party that we're going to be taking part of, hit us up. Uh, yeah. Love to meet up with you guys, have some drinks. Last time I did that in Nashville, it got pretty weird. Tried to rob a taco truck drunk, mm-hmm. and a cop laughed at me, apparently. Yep. I don't remember. But, uh... <laughs> uh, also, oh, um, Draft Party USA, they're hosting the National Draft Party event at Top Golf, and uh, it's going to be fun. So check them out, check us out. Let me know if you have questions. If you're going to be anywhere near Vegas, let us know. It'll be a fun time. And John's buying the drinks, so. Um, teacher. I'm a teacher. John. All right. Anyways. Uh, okay, so let's get on with the show because we have a lot of fun stuff coming up. We are going to give you some ADPs, some players. I'm going to throw some players out here. John's going to throw some players. And basically, we're just going to talk about if they're busts or not. I, like um, I, have a, I have a handful, and I know John does too, so. I kind of want to start us off. I'm feeling pretty passionate. Whenever you told me the idea of this episode, I started doing research. And there is one glaring person that just stands out to me at the wide receiver position that I think is a major bust candidate. Please go. Let's let's do it. So uh, real quick before we define what a bust is, or sorry, no, we need to define what a bust is. (laughs) Um, So average draft position or ADP, let's say a wide receiver is going at wide receiver 15. A bust means he's not even going to finish in that wide receiver tier. So like if you're taking somebody at pick or wide receiver 15, who right now is Julian Edelman, who is the guy I want to talk about. He's going in the fourth round, at the very beginning of the fourth round. A bust doesn't mean he's going to be finished where he's drafted at. It's that he won't even be able to reach that position no matter what. So, um, real quick for me. Again, I said he's going in early fourth round. He has never finished in his entire career. He's 33 years old, Mm. above wide receiver 14. So, people are drafting him. At his career ceiling, not to mention he's 33 years old. He's played in 16 games twice his entire career, and he's now 33. Plus, the team that he is on is shifting to a much more run-heavy offensive style. Sure. Um, I personally, I will not have Julian Edelman on any of my teams whatsoever. Uh, not that I, I think that he's going to be a great play for DFS early on as long as he's healthy. Mm. But um, so, for example, like I have him all the way down at wide receiver 25. So a full 10 spots just at his own position below where um, he is going right now as ADP. Okay. And now I, I'm going to play a devil's advocate. I do agree with you, actually. I, I think his ADP is a little too high for my liking as well. 
But just play devil's advocate here. Julian Edelman has never been the man on this offense. A pretty pretty powerful one over the years, right? Who uh, was he's the always man last it. year? Well, Julian Edelman kind of showed late in the season what he could be, right? I mean, he's I, always him... had games like this where he comes out and like has you know ten to twelve catches like he did right um, in the Super Bowl. But still, I mean, he finished as wide receiver twenty two. Mm-hmm. Yay, that's fun. That's great. But even outside of that, like there wasn't a lot. There weren't a lot of games where he was just unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. He's a guy that I'm just staying away. I'm staying away. And so yes, I and and the thing that brings me back is the Patriots. You're 100 percent right. They are going to be focusing a little bit more on the run this year. I'm not going to say Tom Brady's declining because I think he can still get the ball where he wants to go, but he's not. He's not going to be throwing lasers around the field like he uh, like he was doing five years ago. Right. So. You got laser and blazer and mm-hmm. yep. all those guys. Uh, one dodgeball I'll, reference. I got you. That was a good one. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Julian Edelman definitely early four, early fourth round. Guys like Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Kenny Galladay. I would even consider AJ Green over Julian Edelman. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm taking him as early as the early fourth, but if they fall into the late fourth, I'm okay with uh, AJ Green over him. I'm okay with Tyler Boyd over him. To be honest with you. Um, He's in a much more pass-heavy offense. His target share is much, much more. I think that he is much more explosive. Um, And I just think the targets will be there. The catch percentage is going to be higher. I'm not saying Tyler Boyd is better than Julian Edelman. I'm just saying I want volume. And Mm -hmm. we've all seen what happens with the Patriots. There's going to be a few games where they throw the ball 12 times. Um, where they just come out and scheme and match up dependent and just take everything out of the, the, the equation. So, uh, f- again, for me, I have Julian Edelman, and here's here's the guys I have directly above him. DJ Moore. Okay. So tell me real quick, as we go through these, tell me who you would prefer out of Edelman or the other person. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Mike Williams. I like Mike Williams better. Cooper Cup. I would take my chance on Cooper Cup. Tyler Boyd. Yeah, I agree with you on Tyler Boyd. Tyler Lockett. Mm, then it starts getting a little, a little iffy right. for me. And then Will Fuller. That's kind of right. those are the two guys where it starts to go. Yeah, exactly. The other way. Exactly. So. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, my guy. Just a couple. Really, towards the end, we talked early fourth. Towards the end of the fourth, I think it's still too early for Chris Godwin. I know Jameis Winston is, uh, you know, people are liking him a little bit more. They say, you know, his work ethic and his throws look better this offseason than they have, blah, blah, blah. Of course, they have Mike Evans being, you know, an early second-round pick most of the time, maybe late first, uh, elite wide receiver. Can this offense produce a top 48, two top 48 wide receivers? I believe look, that it can. The run game is non-existent. I mean, I I have a feeling I know where you're going with this. The run game, I get it. I don't think we're, they're going to improve at all. Uh, you know, Peyton Barber's, I believe, still going to be the man, which is a, a huge. We'll we'll talk about um, the winners maybe in a different episode because I think he's going to be a huge winner. But uh, yeah, I mean, 
this this offense, I guess, is going to throw a lot, but I still don't believe in in Godwin. So here's my main issue: is uh, you had Dirt Cutter there last year, who always puts up you know high passing numbers, whatever. They had three top twenty four wide receivers last year. Adam Humphreys finished as a top twenty four guy. So did mm-hmm. Godwin finished twenty second. And then, of course, Mike Evans finished in the top 10. He was ninth. So you add to the fact that now you're bringing into the equation, um, you know, Bruce Arians, who wants to air the ball out. Um, He's constantly come out, talked praise, whether it's coaching hype or not. But, like, he goes beyond coaching hype. Whenever they ask him about Chris Godwin, the two prominent quotes that he has had this offseason and during training camp is, Chris Godwin will never come off the field, and Chris Godwin will have close to 100 catches this year. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. So his catches cut. last year had 59 catches and finished as the number 22 wide receiver. Yeah. He, he's played every game in his career. He hasn't missed a game. And I, he scored seven touchdowns last year. I think that's going to be about where he is. I don't see that number shooting up. Sure. But if this kid catches 100 balls in a Bruce Arians offense, this is a swing for the fences pick. I really believe that. I have him ranked where he is going. So his ADP is where right now? It's right at 409, um, sure. the 18th wide receiver off the board. I'm going to disagree with you here, Dale, but I love you. I have Understood. him as the number 19 wide receiver. Listen, it, it, there's one stat that blow, really kind of gets to me. Yes, he had 59 receptions on 95 targets. 59 for 95. It was Fitzpatrick. He had, he had a game. Where he had ten targets and one reception last year. Yeah, now, I remember that. <laughs> I was that's crazy. furious. I bet on him in DFS <laughs> that week, and every time I was just like, "What the?" F-? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, it can can he? Yes, I'm not betting on him, and I'm definitely not betting on him in late of the in late fourth round. I'd much rather guy have guys like Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay, Tyler Boyd, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Mike Williams. I'd much rather have those guys. Right. No, I, mean, I, 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 I get it, but man, there's just so much hype around him today. You know, in our writers chat, I want to give a shout out to uh, JJ and Steve. They do a hell of a job with the DFS and Dynasty. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, uh, they put together some great yep. stuff over there. But the question was this: He posed a question: Who would you rather have? And you're in win now mode. Would you rather have? Um, Shoot, I, I, I'm blanking. Michael Thomas, the wide receiver for the Saints, or Tevin Coleman and Chris Godwin. And, you know, I chose to stay with Michael Thomas because I believe yeah. in his top-end talent. He's young. He's in a high, hardcore passing offense right now, all mm-hmm. those things. But uh, it, it's a close trade. Uh, he didn't do it. He stayed with Michael Thomas, but that's where we're getting. Um this guy, if Bruce Arians delivers on what he said, you are talking about a top 15, 16 wide receiver. Uh, but there's some major ifs there for sure. I will never trust a Tampa Bay beat writer ever again. Nope. After two years ago, we had, God, I don't remember his name. He was a pretty prominent beat writer for the Bucks. We had him on the show. And he sold me on, uh, dang it. I shouldn't even brought it up because I don't remember. He sold me on a player that obviously underperformed, and I will never trust beat writers ever again on that respect. I, I think don't... it's just Florida beat writers. You got to stay away from <laughs> Dolphins beat writers and yeah. Tampa Bay beat writers. Yeah. yeah. Was it uh, Sycamore? Uh, 
No, it was Reynolds. Okay. Um, Trevor Sikama does some great work, especially with the draft. He but. does. He does. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah. Be careful what the beat writers say. Yes, I know that, you know, he's never coming off the field, but let's get realistic here. Yeah, I like that. No, no, no. I like that. All right. Near turn. All right. Let's stay with the wide receiver position one more time. And uh, shout out to Geronimo Allison. Um, I just do not understand why people are so in love with this guy. Um, I just don't get it. You know, he played five games last year. He's only started eight games in three years. But people are convinced with Randall Cobb gone now, he is going to be the guy um, out of the slot. Mm -hmm. However, with where he is being drafted, he is being drafted ahead of Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who is the actual starter. He's being drafted above the starting wide receiver. Geronimo Allison is going to be in a timeshare out of the slot role in three wide receiver sets. If there's two wide receivers, the coaches have said this, they've already shown this and everything, um, training camp and all that. It's going to be MVS, and it's going to be um, Devontae Adams on the other side. I mm -hmm. do not understand why people are valuing Geronimo Allison as much as he is. He's going as the 38th wide receiver, and he is going in the eighth round for a guy that isn't a starting wide receiver. He's not one of the top two. Um, and you could say, oh, well, look at this offense, whatever else. No. Um, this is a guy that needs to fall way down the list. I have him as wide receiver 49, and I don't like that. Um, I want him closer to the 55 category, and I just – it's just not a guy that I see being able to produce consistently. Um, I think that he could have one or two boom-bust games because he does have some top-end speed, but I don't like his route running, and it doesn't seem like he's ever been trusted by Aaron Rodgers at all. Yeah, yeah, and that I, I think when people are drafting, and especially now, you know, they're trying to get inside information. They're trying to, you know, get cute, for lack of a better term, and it's, it's just it doesn't always work. And when you're looking at this stuff, you're trying to find a sleeper in this offense. And uh, I, don't, I don't think it's going to pan out for a lot of people. And I, I agree with you here. Um, just going a little bit. What, what was his ADP? His ADP, he is going 38th wide receiver in the eighth round. Yeah, yeah. He's tied with Curtis Samuel. That's ridiculous, right? That's awful. D.D. Westbrook's behind him. Sterling Shepard's behind him. Like, these are guys that are I, – I wish I could put, like, some bets down. You know, Sterling Shepard and D.D. Westbrook are the wide receiver ones on their team. Mm -hmm. They might not throw the ball a lot, but it doesn't matter. Geronimo Allison is three at best. Right. Um, and right. a lot of those three wide receiver sets, they'll what they'll do is they're going to bring in their two tight ends and have Jimmy Graham split out. And so it would be sure. – MVS and Adams with Jimmy Graham split out at the tight end and Jay Sternberger in line. They're right. the rookie tight end. So sure. it's not even going to be his snap share and it's going to be so low to take somebody that early. Yeah. Okay. Here's a pop quiz. Uh, Jarmo Allison or Corey Davis? Corey Davis. Yeah. There's at least upside. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so you're talking about, about a round and a half. Um, you're getting – you know, round and a half too early there for Corey Jordan Davis Allison, is least. going where he is because everybody's butthurt over how he has just disappeared. Um, it, you cannot get away from the fact that one, he's the number one wide receiver on that team. Mm -hmm. um, now target share. I do think that um, 
Adam Humphreys is going to be the main target share there. He got six targets on the first drive with Marcus Mariota. <laughs> um, yeah, Adam, that guy's going to have so many catches. But um, Corey Davis, his talent, his route running is all there. He just has a shitty quarterback. So, Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, the next guy I want to talk about is Tariq Cohen. Ooh, let's do it. Tariq Cohen is currently going in the early sixth round. I know when it gets to the end of the fifth, middle, you know, beginning of the sixth, uh, running backs really, really start to thin out, right? When you when you already go through your Tevin Coleman's and Lamar Millers, then you start getting into you know Tariq Cohen, uh, Miles Sanders, Rashad Penny, those guys. But I still just I I don't see Cohen getting a. Uh, making any bigger role for himself than he had last year. And I see a lot of guys behind him going that I frankly think that could do. I mean, I don't love Rashad Penny and Rashad Penny's going after him. I don't love, well, I do love Darius Geis and Darius Geis is being way underdrafted, but you know, even guys like Jordan Howard or Royce Freeman, I think I'd rather take a shot on Royce Freeman and his upside over, Tariq Cohen knowing what we have with him I mean do you agree that David Montgomery is going to be the man and first of all I want to know what you think about Tariq Cohen and do you think he expands his role at all with a rookie running back no his his usage is only going to go down or stay the same Um, I expect it to stay pretty close to where it was but the problem is this okay and this is what I always argue with when, when you are drafting late. And a lot of it has to do with strategy. Is Tariq Cohen going to return value? Probably. However, he is never going to be a guy that's going to be a top five running back. He's very capped because of his touches. He got 71 catches last year, but that was with Jordan Howard, a guy that no matter what, whenever he was in there, they refused to pass him the ball. Now you're replacing him with David Montgomery, who is much more of an all-purpose type of guy. When Mm -hmm. Tariq Cohen was in the backfield, everybody knew what was happening. Um, You know, he he just – he never had over 100 rushes in two years. Like, he was always underneath that century mark, and he's played every game. So my question is this. When you are drafting, this is kind of where you're at because he's going in the sixth round. If you went, like – crazy running back early and you're just you get to the sixth round and you're just like i don't like any of these wide receivers i've already got a strength let's just stay with running back i guess that's okay but whenever i get into that round i'm swinging for the fences sure yeah Um, and you you already took your safe picks by the time this runs around you've already taken you know you already took your you know sony michelle or mark ingram or you know derrick henry you already took those guys so there's no need to play it safe here. Yeah. No, I like that. Um, so the question is, whenever you're picking there, would you rather take, you know, Royce Freeman? Um, gosh, I guess Rashard Penny, Miles Sanders, these type of guys that could be all-purpose three-down backs for their mm-hmm. team if something happened. Because here's the issue. Let's say Tariq Cohen, um, you know, he's there and David Montgomery gets hurt. Guess what? Tariq Cohen's role isn't changing. Exactly. He is always going to be the scat back, change of pace, gadget mm-hmm. guy, which is okay. And he could finish as an RB2 and probably likely 
However, um, there is just not the upside that is there. I'm with you there. Yeah, I mean, he. I can almost guarantee that his ceiling is, you know, 700 reception yards, five touchdowns, sort of, you know, what he did last year. That's his ceiling. I know you kind of already said that. I'm just um, echoing what you said. So, yeah. No, I'm with I, you. He's I, not I, a guy that I have a lot in my drafts. Um, he sure. is a guy that I trade. If I get him, I usually trade him. But I would much rather – I want volume. Um, usually guys like this, your uh, in this category, like even if it's like guys like James White, Tariq Cohen, um, Austin Eckler, like these kind of scat backs, like I usually try to trade them because I want three down heavy – back guys or guys that i can envision like miles sanders being the guy even rashard penny who i hate because of that offensive scheme and his body build if something happens to chris carson guess what rashard penny's going to be leading the nfl in carries right rashad sorry rashad rashad shod two a's Mm -hmm. uh yeah 100 percent agree so uh and again he's going in the early i'm sorry He's going in the late. Dang, I just missed it. Where was he? Six Where's, round. Uh, six round. Yeah, I already said that, didn't I? Okay, this one I want to disagree on because I we've talked briefly about him, but I'm going to talk more about him. Darius guys. Oh man, don't get me started. And so this is good because I, I want us to kind of argue through this one, and I feel like I already won before I got started. That's crazy because you wait. Do you think he's being overdrafted at mid seventh? And I think he's way underdrafted. So this is interesting. Right. So he, here's my beef with him and where he is going. Okay. Where's the beef? <laughs> Where's the beef? Back to my idea, and it stays with that same theme, and this is kind of where I put my money where my mouth is. I want somebody that can be a three-down beast bat. He cannot be with that coach. Uh, and I think that they kind of helped us see this with their draft because not only did they re-sign Adrian Peterson – but they also drafted Bryce Love. And they brought back Chris Thompson. So you've got these four guys. And I can tell you this. You know, Gruden, you know, brother Gruden loves to have a third down specialty back. He loves sure. to. And he's come out Definitely. and said over and over again, if Chris Thompson's healthy, we've got to get him more work. And that it doesn't matter what type of play is happening. Like, that's just what it, it is a timeshare guaranteed backfield. And not only that, I don't think Darius Geis is going to get the first carries over Adrian Peterson. Okay. That's just gut feeling. Why would you pay him that much money and bring him back? Why would you draft another guy? Insurance. Well, you don't, you don't know how, one, you want to you want to get somebody that knows the offense that did pretty well with a pretty high volume of carries last year in Adrian Peterson. Almost any NFL running back at least, you know, RB1-2 for the team is going to do well given, you know, 200 attempts. What did what did Adrian right. Peterson have last year? I think it was a uh, – let's see. I have it right here. Do you uh, – Adrian Peterson had 250 attempts last year. Almost any running back is going to have pretty good at success getting 250 attempts. And, of course, we know that Adrian Peterson reached over 1,000 yards last season with seven, eight total touchdowns. So Darius guys that can, was in a situation where – all four other running backs were injured. Right. Everybody was out. 
Right. And so maybe that will happen again. And hear me say this. This is not a knock to Darius Geis as a player or his talent. And this is a problem where I think a lot of people get butt hurt in fantasy. I am merely critiquing one that's a shitty offensive line, and that franchise is ruining one of the best left tackles in, in all of football. It just came out. Adam Schefter tweeted, they are refusing to trade him. Other teams have inquired about Trent Williams. And I'm a Longhorn fan. I'm a Texas fan telling you that this OU guy is one of the best in the business, and he is. He's absolutely incredible. But their offensive line without Trent Williams is bottom four. So I hate their offensive line. Their skill positions are their wide receivers and tight ends, not good. Their quarterback's not good. They're going to be facing an eight-man box on every play. Like, there's just so many red flags around this guy that even the team's mascot name, right? Like, they just, there's so much wrong here. I just <laughs> – I don't know. Part of me, fantasy, like, I want to have fun and maybe – my bias of just hating this franchise and how they're just screwing over all this talent is just say I don't want to root for it. Look, I want to root I, for Darius Geis. I think he's a cool kid, but I, I this I don't want to be I don't want to watch their fucking games. I'm going to be honest. With you. <laughs> Look, Chris Thompson is going to be exactly who we think he's going to be. That third down back, um, you know, maybe similar to like a Tariq Cohen, right? Like even if Peterson or Geis get gets hurt, Chris Thompson is going to be still that guy. So we can kind of compare him that way. Now you're talking about Adrian Peterson versus Derry. I'm not worried about the rookie. Uh, what's his name? Bryce Love? Is Bryce that who Love. it is? Yeah. I'm not worried about him. I mean, look, the Patriots just drafted Harris as well. And they're not going to use Harris. It's, you know, Michelle's going to be the man. Like, I'm not worried about that. I mean, he's he's a rookie, a you know, good pick, a future guy. You know, get him involved, blah, blah, blah. Really, it's all insurance for Darius Geis. I think they really believed in Darius Geis last year before he got hurt. If he had plenty of time to heal one i mean he got injured so so early i mean he got injured in preseason right so he had more than enough time to heal he's gonna he's gonna be just fine so now we're just talking about darius guys versus adrian peterson are you really going to to look at what how, how old is guys 23 years old yeah, compared to you know adrian peterson with 34 or something i mean we're not we're not going to debate this for very long adrian peterson's not going to hold up if he gets 250 carries yeah he can get a thousand yard uh you know a thousand yards Darius Geis can, I think, can do better than that. Agree to disagree, sir. And okay. I think that so, he could do better than that. I just don't think the coaching staff or supporting cast is going to be able to help him be a top-tier guy. Unless okay, so, a lot of people get hurt and one of those quarterbacks show up and some of those receivers threaten the deep ball to get somebody out of the box. Like, there's just so much there. And they're going to be playing from behind all the time because guess what? Their defense isn't that great either. And so if that's the case, you're going to have to start throwing it. When they start throwing it, it's going to be the receiving backs in there. Like, So what changed last year when everybody had guys ranked as a top 24 running back? I didn't have them high last year. Um, I didn't have them high. I, I did. I like him as a talent. Just, I had him very high in the NFL draft. Um, as just a pure running back. But I said even before that draft, whoever gets drafted here, their fantasy importance is going to be decimated. Uh, But with the injuries, that's the only thing. So we saw the perfect storm last year Mm -hmm. with Adrian Peterson. It's going to take a bunch load, a shitload is more appropriate, injuries, and then something like that can happen. But it's so crowded now. Sure. Okay. So I have Darius Geis... um, probably going in the early six adp has him in the mid seventh where do you where would you feel comfortable getting guys if he was available in your draft so 
I focus much more on the players around him than I do like where. So let's say I have to have a running back. Okay. Yeah. Man, I, I want to move him down my rankings even more as I'm just looking at it. <sighs> Sorry, this is stressing me out. Are you taking Jordan Howard over Darius Geis? <sighs> Probably not. Probably not. Okay. It's close. It's closer than it should be, though. I'll say I get that. It. And that's, you know. Okay, so let me ask you this. Tony sure. Pollard or Darius Geis right now? Darius Geis. I think so, mile. too. I think so, too. Yeah. I'm not believing in, in, <laughs> in Jerry Jones right now. I don't no. think. I think Jerry, <laughs> Jerry Jones doesn't know what he's doing right okay, now. Okay, Miles Sanders or Darius Geis? That's that might be a little closer because I do like Miles Sanders. Um, I think I might pick Geis just for you know, for my pride. I'm okay with that. I'm not getting Geis on any of my teams where I have him ranked, and I'm sure. fine with that. Yeah, I get it. And you know what? He is a big risk, and I get it. I'm willing to bet that risk, and you're not. So, but it is. It's fine. Before we move on, actually, John, let's take a second to talk about Nitrogen Sports. Uh, you guys heard us talk about them in our previous podcast. Nitrogen Sports, make sure you go to our website. You click on the banner right there for Nitrogen Sports. They are the oldest and number one Bitcoin betting, sports betting site on the Internet. John, I know you, uh, you've you looked you looked it over, and uh, I think you've... Uh, Deposit some money to bet some. What do you, what do you I think? Have. Oh, it's for, it's super easy, first off, because I, I, I wanted to make sure you could get money in and get money out. Super yeah. easy. Uh, you know, if you if the Bitcoin idea scares you, basically, if you place a bet today, you win. You can get your money out mm-hmm. very, very quick. You don't have to worry about the fluctuating Bitcoin. But because they bet through it that way, it lets them get around of a lot of regulations that otherwise you wouldn't be able to, which is why it's so great because it's so quick and easy to get money in and out and you can bet on everything. So I, I yep. freaking love this site. Nitrogen sports is, it's legit. Yep. Make sure you go to our site and click the little banner. The coolest thing is say you bet like, I don't know, 0.1 Bitcoin on, you know, a match, right? If you win, you could just leave it in there, and in a couple of days, you could make like an extra twenty-five bucks just by just by watching the market of uh, Bitcoin go, you know, fluctuate. It's it actually makes it a little bit more fun. It like puts a whole new element for me being new to Bitcoin. That's that's kind of like way I look at it. But make sure you go to our site, click the little uh, banner for Nitrogen Sports, check them out. It's it is pretty funny getting the yeah. Bitcoin updates daily from Dell. <laughs> I didn't send any today because I've been keeping track, but uh, it's not doing so good right now. But that means it's a good time to buy because it's low. But um, You know what else is a good time lower. to buy right now? What? Platinum. <laughs> Don't forget, our Platinum membership is only $20 on our site. <laughs> so <laughs> That was professional that is a solid right bet. there. That's that a solid bet right there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah. Um, our website, we are actually working on it. I, I am uploading new rankings tonight. So by the time you listen to this, it should all be uploaded, ready to go. Overall, all that stuff for only 20 bucks. I think if you can win, you know, more than 20 bucks on your in your league, it's this is worth the investment. And uh, you'll you'll get that 20 bucks back plus whatever you win, because I really think it'll help you out, especially just our, our rankings alone. But, you know, we have all these uh, player profiles and couple different articles for you guys so check it out 
EastleyFantasy.com. It's a website. <laughs> All right. Who else do you have now? Uh, Next up, I want to go quarterback if you got time. Let's do it. All right. Uh, I love this kid. Number one overall pick in the NFL draft, Kyler Murray. Can you believe that the hype around this guy, and he looked good in his first preseason game. I love his athleticism. But he is going as the number eight quarterback, and I don't think it's done climbing. I think that's way too damn soon. The fact that he is going against other running quarterbacks like Cam Newton, like Russell Wilson, like Lamar Jackson even, um, Mm. that bothers me. I do think that the ceiling for Kyler Murray is huge, and I get everybody understanding, oh, look what happened with Patrick Mahomes last year. Well, I'm telling you right now, don't bet on that. One, this is one of the deepest quarterback classes uh, for fantasy purposes that we have had in a long time. So, for example, Dak Prescott, who just turned down $30 million uh, contract, um, thanks to Yogurt, he is going in the 12th round. So the question is, would you rather have Kyler Murray in the 8th or Dak Prescott in the 12th? And keep in mind, Dak Prescott has never finished outside of the top 10, ever, for quarterbacks. And so the question is, you just got to be really – you have to understand it's not so much that I don't think that he can finish as the number eight quarterback. It's the fact that he is going to have to reach the maximum level of quarterback play and sustain that to even get close. And he's playing in a division with a lot of tough defenses. Um, His offensive line is trash. I just do not see that whatsoever. So it's – one, I believe in waiting on quarterbacks anyway. Josh Allen's going the 14th. I'd prefer Josh Allen straight up, to be honest with you. Um, he yeah. had so many QB1 games. For, it, for me, it's not really even that value. It's not, yeah, Kyler Murray, like you said, he could finish, you know, around where he's being drafted. But the fact is, you are betting, you're getting him over taking shots at, you know, Curtis Samuel or MVS or, uh, you know, even getting, you know, a late tight end like David Najuku or something, uh, you are betting, you're getting him over these guys where, again, you can get Dak, you can even get Russell Wilson two rounds later, you can get Jameis Winston three rounds later, you know, guys like Philip Rivers. I mean, there's a lot, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is going super late. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks here that you, you can, get so much you can it, wait on. So. It, it, you know, just to stay on Josh Allen, these are consecutive scores to close out the year during fantasy playoffs. 28 mm-hmm. points, 33 points, 23 points, 21 points, 15 points, 43 points. Yep. And this is a guy that you can get again, was it eight rounds later? I mean, geez, just wait. I get that everybody's excited about how great he is, and he might be great. But if there was ever a time to wait on quarterback, even Patrick Mahomes, like I just don't believe it is worth it. Um, there's just so much there at that position this year. Sure, definitely. Uh, the Actually, hold on. You remember I said in the beginning I had an idea. Oh, yeah. And I never followed go. up. So Ding. really quick. Before we move on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should put – I could do video now. I could put a little, um, little, little bell. light bulb. Yeah, no, a little light bulb above my head every time I get an idea. Groundbreaking stuff, yeah. Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever thought of that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we have uh, an Aaron Jones autograph football, and it's sitting kind of like behind my couch, 
but my wife is uh, very angry that it's in our living room nonetheless. <laughs> so she keeps asking me when I'm going to get rid of it, and I just thought, okay, i got to get a good idea. So here it goes. We're going to give away this Aaron Jones football autographed. It doesn't have like a certificate of authenticity. We were there when you autographed it. You just got to take our word for it, I guess. It's not fake. So we want to know. Actually, I want to know, and I'm hoping John will agree with here. What is like the best thing? The mm, I'm doing I'll, the dog sideways look yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, because I'm the, all this stuff just happens organic, John. You gotta just go with me here. What can you do for Eat Sleep Fantasy? What? How much attention can you bring to Eat Sleep Fantasy? Hmm. What is the craziest thing you can do to win this football? So whether it's putting a sticker on your car, uh, whether it is going on TV and screaming our name, uh, wearing our shirt in a public space, um, I don't know, getting How a tattoo. How do they submit this? That's the question. Uh, just email us. Anyway, we're Eat Sleep Fantasy, uh, contact at eatsleepfantasy.com. Our website, go to the contact page. You can go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever way you can contact us. Send us a screenshot, a video, whatever it is. Um, I will give everybody like maybe a week or two weeks. So maybe it's, you know, even, you know, going to Burger King and when they ask for your name, say Eat Sleep Fantasy. So they say it over the loudspeaker. Whatever Ooh, I like it is. I like that. I do like that. Now, if you are on video, you just saw me text. Um, <clears throat> and the best thing that I've done for Eat Sleep Fantasy is get yelled at by my wife, uh, who is amazing, for recording too long with Dell. So... <laughs> I'm entrance number one. I might be getting a new football. Let's see what you can bring, Fantasy World. All right, cool. So and please be aware we will be sharing these videos. So yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just noticed if you're watching on YouTube, I am a little dark. I didn't, I didn't know I was that dark. So, uh, do I look He's too dark? He's talking here? about the lighting. He's not <laughs> talking about. Yeah, that could have went really bad. I could. Yeah. I mean. Jeez. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's do one more player here. I like it. Uh, I I actually have to ask you a question because I'm not 100 percent sure if they're, um, if it's if it's okay here. I am talking about. Um, I'm looking for his ADP now, but I know it's I know it's too low for me. Allen Robinson. Ugh. Going at the end of the sixth, early seventh. I'm not sold on him, and I'm definitely not sold on him over guys that are going after him, such as Will Fuller, Marvin Jones, Christian Kirk. Are you? Man, I keep moving this guy around uh, a lot, and I can't figure out where to put him because here's the issue. He is the number one wide receiver on a very pass-happy offense that Mm -hmm. scores a lot of points. But the question is, do you ever feel comfortable with this guy? He, he he had that one great year with Blake Bortles of mm. all people. Right. And then after that, it's just been absolute trash. Yeah, we haven't um, seen much. Yeah, even injury. last year, uh, yeah. he definitely didn't do very well because he just disappeared from a lot of a lot of games. So he's not a guy that I feel comfortable drafting. He finished as the wide receiver 39 last year. But even more so than that, like that's great. He finishes the wide receiver nine, uh, thirty nine. But the question is, 
like those games he disappears in you're getting a wide receiver that you're going to have to start like how do you know when to start him or when not to start him and then on top of that you have to tell yourself he is going to disappear um you know he he put up games last year of 1.4 points he missed two games he had a five point game this is a full point ppr a six point game an eight point game like there's just not much there and the upside in there either um so yeah i love if i wait on wide receiver i like getting starting number one wide receivers on crappy offenses late like if if that's the case sure so um just a couple i guess examples of that like i would love to get somebody like john brown Uh, i think he's going to be the number one wide receiver even somebody goodness uh, you know you talk about miami i think that's going to be kenny Stills. like you get those guys that are going to have this high target Mm -hmm. share but Allen robinson doesn't fit in that because of where he's being drafted right um he's going ahead of guys like robbie anderson or christian kirk or Will Fuller, and these are guys that are going to on better offenses, and they're going to get a higher target share and be more dependable. It's crazy to say Will Fuller, I think, will be more dependable. Because with Will Fuller, if he's hurt, you know you don't have to start him. The problem with Allen Robinson is he'll probably stay healthy. It's just right. every time you put him in your lineup, you're just going to say, man, (laughs) and I don't want those guys. Yep. Now, you know, we are talking about ADP, so – we're talking about more than just wide receivers. Are you now say you have your roster sort of filled out and you're just looking for the best available. You're not really searching for a specific uh, position. Are you getting, are you taking chances on Austin Eckler, Daryl Henderson, even Darius Geis over Alan Robinson? Yes. Uh, Position need. Yes, I would. And so each one of those are very, very different. Eckler is in a tier of his own because Austin Eckler has standalone value. So even if Melvin Gordon comes out of his uh, hold, I still hold Austin Eckler higher uh, than those other guys because he has that value. But if Gordon is somehow out, now he's even more valuable. So for him, yes. Uh, Daryl Henderson, no, I don't think I would. Um, Who was the other one you mentioned? Uh, Darius Geis. Why you got to do this to me? <laughs> it would depend on my team. If I went yeah. running back early, I would go Allen Robinson. If I went wide receiver early, I would go Darius Geis. Sure. That's a cop-out okay. answer. Yeah, hey, that's okay. <laughs> John, uh, one thing, and we are actually coming out. Uh, Christian is actually doing a uh, just a little preview for tomorrow, guys. Uh, Christian I is like doing... that you started this segment with, hey, guys, we're coming out. <laughs> We are doing a mock draft. We're coming out with a mock draft tomorrow's episode. It should be tomorrow's, if not the day after tomorrow, because it has to be edited still. But Christian is doing a mock draft with uh, Jimmy over at My Perfect Fantasy Draft. Um, let me just tell you, I don't, John, I don't know how much you know about it, but My Perfect Fantasy Draft is an online tool that will fully create a customized draft list in just minutes. Basically, you set your league point schedule, select your player filters, and engage draft mode to break down the entire list based on the size of your league and your draft position. So basically, as you draft, it helps you along the way. There's really not a lot of stuff like this out um, you know, on the internet. So you can easily identify the best players at each position at every round and get custom uh, critical pieces information like contract year players value rankings consistency scores all that all in one place so 
go to my perfect fantasy draft. Uh, I'm sorry, download my perfect fantasy draft at fantasyfootballmaverick.com. Uh, right now, you can use promo code ESF and you save three bucks off that subscription. So it's like 30% off, basically. If this is something that you guys uh, need, I, I highly suggest at least you check it out because I think it's a very valuable tool. Fantasy football is about looking at tools that you need to help you get better, and this is definitely one of those. So um, make sure you go to fantasyfootballmaverick.com and enter promo code ESF to save some money. Is that, is that okay, John? Yeah, I like it. Cool. I'm excited to try it, actually. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. And uh, we actually have a video coming out of the mock draft and how the tool works. So if you're even interested, go to YouTube. I know he has a bunch of YouTube stuff. But then Christian is actually uh, going to be drafting with it as well um, for the next episode. So check it out. It's good I like stuff. it. And I, I think that's a perfect spot to say, eat, sleep, fantasy. We are the tool of the fantasy world. You know, uh, what was the deal with tool, by the way? Tool has always had a problem with how their music was used. Um, that goes to the lead singer, uh, John. But uh, they finally like gave in after like being the only ones to like fight Napster. <laughs> like that's this goes back to like Sean Parker and Metallica and this all is... those people. And he was the finally they were finally the last ones to give in. They just released a new single, which it was all right. I enjoyed it. I was a big tool guy growing up. But man, I my workouts have increased dramatically since yeah. they released all of their uh, discography. Is that correct? Discography. And the the thing for me in this this gets me all the time. And look, I'm not like a big businessman. I don't know marketing. You know, I'm not like I don't do this professionally, right? But what I do know is when I see somebody that's not doing it right, like you just got to shake your head at it. Like you, whoever was their manager, whoever called the shots, maybe it was them, right? Maybe it was, you know, they, nobody could tell them anything. Right. But you have to say like, man, they're like 10 years behind. Yep. Like there had to be somebody to be like, this is where it's going. Yep. And you either got to get on board and you can increase your popularity or you can hold out and hope that people still buy your CD at uh, Walmart. Like, and there's lots of people that do this. Like uh, Taylor Swift was one of the most recent pop stars that was just like, I will not allow my music on there. And the main reason why is Spotify and I or Apple Music and all them, they pay less than what uh, you would make through iTunes or through just like buying the music itself. So it's a smaller cut to the artist. However, it's way more. You're getting uh, your you're getting you're getting a. Uh whatever exposure to 50 billion more people like yeah. or whatever you know like 50 billion more times somebody's gonna be playing your music like you got to look at the big picture and say okay record sales for this record isn't yeah. as valuable as my long-term success and i want as many people listening to me as possible right now because i'm looking at you know my legacy 20 years down 30 years 30 years down the road and that's what we do. That's why we're available on all podcasting platforms, For including free. Spotify and iTunes, oh, YouTube, Stitcher, um, Google Podcasts, literally everything. We are on it. Well, not and literally everything. I think we are. John, I don't think we're literally on everything. I think we are. Mm. We're not on XM. That's not a podcast provider. No, but that's something, and we're not on it. I hate this conversation now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, yeah, when people aren't doing things the right way is when I get kind of angry. So. 
I like it. So uh, real quick, just a quick recap. How do people wear win this Aaron Jones football autograph? To win, to win that fo- autographed Aaron Jones football, either for you or for a loved one, just do something to get my attention or to get our attention. It has to be Whatever. eat, sleep, fantasy, promotional yes. type stuff, right? And yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, look, um, if you're a sky rider, do ESF in the sky. <laughs> That's fine. I'm looking for something cool. And look, if there's two people that do something really cool. If you're a sky rider, you think, first <laughs> off, if there is a listener that is a sky rider, please reach out to us. Uh, uh, there's a good chance that we have a sky rider listener. Howard Hughes is out there somewhere. Um, what is the weirdest thing you think one of our listeners do? I don't know. I want it to be something in public. Um, and I want it to be something that doesn't piss other people off. That's probably what I ca- I don't want to ruin anybody's day with Eat Sleep Fantasy. I want it to be funny where random strangers like laugh their ass off and then say, all right, that was pretty funny. Something like that. If you are professional anything <laughs> email me like no 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 it, that it took it the wrong way if you're like a professional um like cup stacking champion or you're a professional disc golfer or you're a professional um i don't know uh what's another thing uh uh top and yaki um yeah yeah that works too me and khalifa uh, hit us up we got your money <laughs> Uh, if you're a professional, I don't know, balloon, water balloon fighting champion, anything. If you're a professional, something weird, let us know. I'd love to interview you. You have to be professional at it, though. All right. Cool. Well, you don't sound very enthusiastic about my idea, John. I, I, you just start off with a skywriter, and then you went to disc golf. <laughs> like, you literally started in the clouds. And then you like finished in a public park setting, right? Yeah, you're right. It's I went the, it's, I went the wrong way. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, we will let you guys go. Hopefully, you enjoyed and you got something out of our conversation. If not, leave us a five star review on iTunes. For John Chapman, my name is Dale. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys later. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rockin' with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talkin' mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doin' what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Woo! Eat, sleep, fantasy.